Welcome to the Process Podcast. From new agent to broker owner. My name is Travis McClure. This is my co-host, Preston Guyton. Welcome to the Process Podcast. Preston, how are you doing today? Good, man. Can't complain. Had a good weekend. Had a good 4th of July. Um, sat out at the pool a lot. I think we're I was wondering if the lights were a little off. I think we're both a little more tan than last time. Yeah, I came back from a vacation last week. It's my second day back from vacation, so I'm still trying to shift it back in uh, work mode gear this week. Yeah, it's hard to, in July, it's like, it's July 6th, and it feels like it just started, you know, with a with 4th of July being a long weekend. It um, doesn't feel like July 6th already. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those uh, Wednesdays where you swear it's a Tuesday because uh, yesterday was almost like a Monday. Correct. <laughs> well, today we're going to jump into questions Preston and I get a lot from agents is what tech tools do I need for my business? And I think the number one thing to think about if you're an agent listening to this, there's no single piece of software that's going to do everything that you want it to do. Would you agree with that, Preston? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's going to be, I mean, we use obviously the, the company level. There's, it's, we got a laundry list of tech that we use. But th the same time, you could also overuse it. You know, you could, what I see a lot of people do is they'll have softwares that do a lot of things and they use them halfway or a quarter of the way. And then they have this other software and this other software. And then when they really dig in, the one software it can do what all these other two or three that they have that they don't know really need um, can do. Yeah. So, so what Preston and I have done here is we've created a, a top five list, uh, five things every agent should have in their arsenal of tech to run their business. So let's jump right in. So number one I have is some sort of calendar. Um, for me, Preston, I use Google Calendar for everything. Everything I do throughout the course of my day, throughout the course of my week, personal, professional, I put in the Google Calendar. Um, and typically, we've talked about it in past episodes, I try to keep all quote-unquote dollar productive activities, right? Things that have to happen no matter what. And if you're an agent, that's going to be prospecting, right? Things that have to happen every single day, that's got to be in the front part of your day, right? You got to eat, eat that frog, right? Get that stuff out of the way. And I typically save, in my calendar, I save appointments for the afternoon. I run my day through my calendar, not through my inbox. And I think that's an important correlation. And when I say that, a lot of agents I've met and talked to they're opening up emails or responding to text messages or voicemails, and they're re very reactive throughout your day. Once you start working out of a calendar system, it doesn't have to be Google Calendar. could be at the one on your Apple phone. It could be anything. You become more proactive versus reactive. And actually, it's, it basically becomes a daily activities system in your business, right? It's a system just like anything else. It just dictates what you're going to do throughout throughout your day and that's what a system should do systems tell you what to do and when to do it yeah i mean the calendar you, know, you said a lot of people just react to emails and react and don't plan right so when you're using a calendar there's, a, there's more planning that takes place and you'll spend some time the night before or you know the end of the week for the following week to make sure your calendar is set up and everything else and i would recommend using something like google calendar um outlook calendar uh, Apple, whatever it is, but those larger, you know, like the Google or the, the the Outlook, those calendars sync with majority of CRM. So when you think about that and you go into using a CRM, it's good to use calendars like that. Then you use things like Calendly, which you could use for appointments. That all syncs with Google Calendar and, and Outlook Calendar as well. 
Yeah. And the glory behind that, we've talked about schedule a lot in our, in our previous episode, but the glory behind that is, you know, I have you and I both, we have a lot of stuff that happens at the same time, same day, every single week. Right. And that's typically all in the morning. So I can tell you on Tuesday morning at eight 30, where and when I'm going to be and what I'm going to be doing. So if someone said wants to meet on Tuesday, I ought to, I kind of automatically know that that's time block is taken in my calendar. So it's going to be in the afternoon at one o'clock, four o'clock. And typically all I got to do is look in my calendar, see if that's available. That's how you have to run your day. It just makes your day. And we've talked about in other episodes, more efficient, use a piece of technology to manage that. Yeah. I mean, the calendar, you know, you can't, I couldn't imagine not working out of a calendar, especially as you get busier and busier. You know, and then prospecting is a big part of your morning or, or, you know, meetings are a big part of your morning so many days a week. It's just it's just good to have and it's good to keep. It keeps you consistent. Number two on the list is CRM. And a question I actually get from agents a lot is what does CRM stand for? Preston, what does CRM stand for? Customer Relationship Management or Manager. Exactly. Yes. And it's exactly what it is, right? If you talk to somebody today, and you're not ready to buy real estate today, you just don't forget about that person. But if you don't have a system or something or a piece of technology that you put them into to help you manage that relationship, likely they're going to slip through the cracks. Preston, talk about CRMs. What, what's the CRM we use here at our company? Yeah, so we've been using, or I've been using for, I don't know, I think I'm still, I think I'm still advertised on their main page of their website. Uh, we've been using follow boss for, I've been using it for eight years. We've been using it at Palms Realty for not even a year yet, but I've, I've been in that system for eight years. I've, you know, I've been with them throughout the changes and they had the original follow boss version. I, I was using that. And then they went to the newer version probably six years ago. So I've been, been using that for, um, a long time because they continue to adapt and continue to change and continue to grow as as the market grows and as technology grows so then that's the thing like a lot of crms when they come out right you know they're great for a short time period of time but if they don't invest the r d you know for research and development and continuing to grow and expand you know they quickly get left behind so when you're looking at crms make sure that it's it's one that's progressively growing and changing and follow-up boss is built for real estate so you know we're in real estate and follow-up boss makes sense yeah. And a question I get from agents, if you're in a, obviously all the agents are a company, that's what we use. But a question I've gotten from over the years from agents is what's the best CRM out there? And I always answer, it's the one you're going to use. I don't know how many times I've met agents that have multiple CRMs and they have some contacts here, some contacts there. The best one is the one you log into and use every single day. Um, like Preston said, you want to make sure it's one that they're constantly evolving that's really important, making updates to it, keeping it relevant for the real estate agent to run their business from that. Number two, can you manage your contacts? What I mean by that is, can you take people and put into there pretty easily, put notes in there, right? You can manage the relationships. And I think the other piece of that is, it's gotta be easy to use. I know in my real estate career, I've logged into CRMs and I felt like I needed like a rocket science degree to figure out what was happening in the actual CRM, uh, follow-up boss person, I feel is very user-friendly. Yeah, so the 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 latest version, the one they're using now, which I, I say newer, but it's they've been, I think, six years they've switched to this version. It really kind of lays out like, you know, it, it looks prettier than that, but it lays out like Excel spreadsheets to me, like the columns, the rows and all that. So, you know, to me, it's super easy to use. It's, 
it's not a software you're going to get into. And, and for me, I work left to right. So even like the, the top, the top header and then below that, and then, you know, the contacts below that, it just makes it easier to use, whether you're using smart lists and everything else, it's just the way it's, it's rows and columns. It makes it super easy. And then it connects, you know, the, you could, you have your calendar in there, you have your email in there, send emails from there. When your clients look at properties, that information goes in, they add notes and records calls. So it does all those things that, you know, really you dig into that and you live in that and that becomes, you know, a big part of your morning. There's really not a whole lot else you got to do outside of that. And then the integrations going into MailChimp for newsletters. There's so many different integrations. You know, if you're getting leads from Zillow, or Realtor.com or website, IDX, all those things, it all flows automatically once you sync it up into Follow Boss. So there's so many things within your business that you could get done within a good CRM. And, and for me, that's, that's always has been and always will be follow-up boss. I think the integrations part is key. I know for me, I'm speaking back from when I was an agent, I even used it in some of my recruiting days as well, is I liked systems that could integrate where I just had to go to one system and I could do multiple things. And what I mean by that in follow-up boss, it integrates with my Gmail. Yeah. So if I have a conversation with somebody via email and Gmail, it's automatically in follow-up boss. And there's other CRMs. I'm just using follow-up boss as the example. There's other CRMs that do the same thing. Um, I can text from follow-up boss. Uh, the other piece that you mentioned was the marketing you could do to follow boss. So it ties in with a program or system that we use called MailChimp, right? It sends out consistent email marketing, which is a key, could have been a technology piece we talked about all by itself but to me it ties in the crm you need something that ties into a crm that when hey preston opened my email or my last five emails i want to be able to see that there's that activity on the back end through my crm yeah and there's so much now with automations and websites and everything else you could do within follow boss it's it's a pretty amazing you know if it's set up properly it could actually be used for agents a lot of times, like, who do I call? Well, there's a lot of automations in there you mm -hmm. could set up. We'll create call lists based on website activity for the client. So there's a lot of ways that you could use it to simplify your business once it's set up because you follow these systems. You, you log in, say you have behavioral triggers set up based on a certain activity on a website. That behavioral triggers can be populated every single day. So it gives you a, a list of people to call. And talking about follow boss, we're actually going to have Dan uh, Corky. I'm going to say it on here because he can't say no then on the uh, <laughs> episode soon. Right? The CEO of Follow Boss, I've uh, known for uh, probably eight years now. He's going to be on one of our future episodes, so we'll dig in a lot deeper into Follow Boss and you know the backstory on all, all that and everything else. I'll actually confirm something you said earlier. You actually still are. If you go to the Follow Boss homepage, there is a really old video of you. Talking about follow-up boss. Yeah, there's I a real, saw it a couple weeks ago. There's a really old video, and then there's a my head is on the homepage. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three. So we've named two so far. Calendar, CRM. You gotta have it. Manage your day, manage your relationships. The number three piece of it is website. And I know we have our CRM tied into a, a great website, uh, our show sponsor, Easy Home Search. Uh, that's the website we tie into basically the the way you think about it, the website is what your consumer sees. The CRM is the agent facing side of the whole system. Preston, talk about website. Why in this day and age is website so important? Talk about the value of that for an agent so far. Uh, so, so much. 
Yeah, I mean, whether you dig into it and, and build your own website from the beginning, for me, that's how I got, you know, I, when I got into real estate, that was one of the very first things I did back in 2004 was develop a custom site um, because, I, you know, I realized quickly that there's so many people searching online that moved to the Myrtle Beach area to move to this market. How can I get in front of them, right? So obviously, the internet was pretty far along, but it was pretty new still in 2003, 2004. So, you know, developing a website and uh, being able to get in front of people that are searching and then when they inquire, because it, it the websites will pull the IDX feed if you're a realtor and you sign up for it, it pulls the, populates the listings every 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good information and it's information that is updated very, very regularly. So there's not going to be old data on there, but it, it's just important. It's a way to get in front of people to, you know, when you have clients, you could share listings, you could save searches, you do all those things for them and set them up for them. And then it's a way for them to search the MLS and they can see the properties that are available. And then, you know, they can, they, they can inquire and then it goes to you instead of, you know, going on Zillow, realtor.com or wherever, and they inquire and it goes to 50 agents, which, you know, supposedly it only goes to one, but, you know, that to be a little bit different than what they say. Um, but, you know, that's really what's good about building a website is is having something that your clients, you know, can come to and search. And then when they do inquire, it goes to you, the agent. Or you're with a company that focuses heavily on, you know, website growth and SEO and all those things. And then, you know, when they inquire on that company site, then those leads go to you as the agent. Preston, I've heard you talk a lot about the advantages of being connected to a website like Easy Home Search, hyper local to the Carolinas. What's the advantage of an Easy Home Search from, say, uh, like a Zillow or Realtor.com or something like that? What's the advantage of that hyper local connection to an Easy Home Search? Yeah, well, it was whether it's Easy Home Search or even it's, say it's a uh, Myrtle Beach real estate side or Charleston or whatever it is. I mean, as an agent, you you have knowledge that Zillow is not going to have, that Realtor.com is not going to have. So you use that knowledge to create content and create you know hyper local content that could be shared. And you think about it, if you create a blog and it's information people can they're learning from, you know, like Easy Home Search, the whole idea was search, educate, connect, allow people to search without hassle educate throughout the process and then connect only when they ask to be connected. So that was the whole idea with that. And it's really, you know, creating that content and putting out content specific to North and South Carolina to the markets we're in and things like that, because people want to come back and read that content. And, and, you know, when you dig into the SEO and everything else, when you're getting backlinks and all that, and you're creating good content, you get organic backlinks where a lot of times you got to pay for them. But as you're creating good content and quality content that people are reading and taking in, then it'll just grow the SEO side. From the SEO side, the organic traffic will grow, which organic traffic is huge. I mean, you don't pay for that. You pay for it with work and content and everything you do in building your site. Um, so there is it, there is a price to it, but it's more a price of like your know, sweat equity pretty much, you know, as you continue to build those things and build them up. You know, like Easy Home Search, we really started focusing in early 2021 and our organic traffic is over 100,000 visits a month. Um, and, it, you know, this time in, in January, actually January 2021, it was probably less than 10,000 a month. And it's just creating, you know, unique content and focusing on hyperlocal and understanding that Zillow Realtor.com cannot spend the amount of money that it would take to create content for every single market across America. So, you know, that's an advantage you have as an agent or right. a company you have the ability to create that content at a hyper local level 
And then you have the ability to rank with Zillow and Realtor.com and a lot of different keyword phrases that people will be searching. Now, I asked that question, and, and if you're an agent listening to this, whether you're new to real estate or you're curious about companies in your market, do you need to know what a backlink is? No, I have no idea what a back, backlink is, but Preston does, and thank goodness. What you need to know is when you're interviewing with, with, with companies, ask questions about their website. Is it just the you know global brand website, or is it something that focuses within your market? that's going to drive traffic specifically because they're marketing in that way. Is that the right way to look at that person? Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, and, and when you like, what is a company site? I mean, there's companies out there that have many sites. What's their main site? You know, when you Google their name, does it come up as the company or does it come as the team? You know, what, what, where did they show up? Like if you Google that company, but mm -hmm. then when you Google like keyword phrases that, you know, that people search with real estate, you know, where do they show up? How do they show up? How do they get their traffic? Are they just paying for it through Zillow? Are they paying for it through realtor.com, which a lot of people and a lot of companies went that route, right? Because when I got in, we focused a lot on SEO, IDX and, you know, website growth organically. Um, and then realtor.com, Zillow came along and it was easier just to, for a lot of companies, a lot of people just to pay money, hey, give me leads, pay money, give me leads. Well, that's, you know, that's great in a market that's booming and there's a ton of buyers, there's a ton of inventory, but it really sucks paying a lot of money for leads and there's not a lot of inventory or there's not, you know, you're getting buyer leads and they're just 18 months out, 20 months out, 24 months out. Or you're sharing them with other realtors. Yeah, or you're sharing them or you're, you know, you're buying from a company that every single month changes the way they do things. Mm -hmm. You know, they're never going to be a brokerage. They're never going to do this. They're never going to do that. They continue to do it. But I mean, no fault to them. It's, you know, they got to answer to their shareholders and they got to answer to the people and they got to become profitable. So they got to find the ways to become profitable. Yeah. So that's it on website. We're going to move on to number four, which is document management. So you got to be sure you have some sort of document management. I'm going to name a couple. There's many out there. Um, one of them out there is dot loop. Right. Another one uh, we've recently kind of researched a little bit and started using a little bit. It's called Broker Mint. Both of those softwares do a lot of different things. But as an agent, you want to ask this question of, hey, what kind of docu document management and document signing system do we have? Right. What's going to store the, the documents you need? What's going to be the files of, well, let me backtrack. What's going to be the files of documents you need to write a contract? What's going to store those documents securely? And then how are you going to obtain signatures? There's a three main things you need from that. And that's a tool you and, absolutely have to have. In your and business. one other one, who's going to pay for it? Yes. Yeah. So it's not I cheap. Mean, yeah. No, it's not <laughs> cheap. And, and I've heard of companies charging for that. And I've, there's some, some companies that included it. So it's a question to ask when you're meeting with brokerages or, you're, you know, looking to go into real estate, see what you what's covered and what you have to pay for and, and what's not covered. You know, because typically if you're with a company that's a higher split, a lot of times those things aren't covered because there's not money there to cover them. It right. just, that's, I mean, they can't pay for them if they can't make enough money to pay for them. Yeah, I've certainly met agents coming from other companies where they've had actually go out, all these tools we've named so far, they've had to go out and find these tools on their own. At the company level, you know, we could do it because we are buying in bulk, right? As a single agent, these are these are pretty expensive things to go out and obtain on your own. So these are questions you want to ask when interviewing with companies. Um, number five, something near and dear to my heart, 
is develop. You need some sort of development in your, in your life, some sort of development tools in your business. I am a firm believer. If you're not growing, you are going the other direction. I hate to use the word dying, but if you're not growing, you're dying, you're going the other direction. So development, a couple of tools I love to use podcasts, right? You're listening to us somehow, whether it be YouTube, uh, there's tons of different podcast apps out there. Audible is a, is a favorite of mine. I listen to a ton of books through Audible. Um, and then something we introduced at company level uh, a couple months ago that our agents absolutely love is called Trainual. Um, so that's our online learning platform within our company that we take all our trainings, um, including stuff we purchase as a company, right? And we store it all in one place for our agents to log in. It's self-paced. They can they have an app where they can listen to it, watch it on their phone. Um, Preston, it, yeah, and with that, Trainual is is been pretty amazing as well. Like I've I've done some, I've done quite a few of short trainings, three minute trainings, and mm -hmm. things like, you know, because sometimes I got to backpedal and, and think, okay, being a new agent, knowing nothing, because I've been in this business a long time, is we really you know we store all this information that we know just right away because we've been in it so long. So yeah. what I've been doing is going back and doing a lot of, you know, three minute trainings. A lot of times it's around technology things. Yeah. Um, but, and then store those in trainual and then they have the ability to go on their own time. And then it saves us time from the management level to having to keep saying the same things over and over again. So yeah. it's stored there and it's, it creates a, a lot of efficiency, mm -hmm. not only from the agent level, being able to log in and do it on their own time but also from the leadership level where we're not having to repeat ourselves numerous times, which we don't mind helping the agents, but it's just, that's not, doesn't make sense when you have, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 80 agents. Yeah. And, and I know for us, we're a company that offers a lot of tech. We have great tech tools, but with a lot of tech, there comes a lot of questions, right? And that's why a, a platform like Trainual was, uh, had to happen for us, right? To be able to function in our day. Otherwise we spend the whole day just teaching people how to use tech but also for the agents coming in, you can, Hey, I don't know how to use follow-up boss. Um, and you can even search. You, there's a search in there. You can find specific features, but I say all that. That's another thing. If you're interviewing with companies, ask them, you know, if they say, Hey, I'm here to answer all your questions. I'm not saying it's a red flag. I'm not saying they don't have good intentions, but that person who's saying that is only one person. They have to be able, you, there has to be a resource out there for you to, to plug into and say, okay, like, I don't want to have to go to, Joe with every single question. I want to be able to kind of search and kind of self-help myself a little bit. Yeah. It makes it, it, it's good for everybody. It's good for the agents. It's good for the management. It's good for leadership. And that's part of, you know, all these, a lot of these systems, technology, what's great um, with us is we're in a lot of masterminds across the country. And a lot of times, instead of having to research, we kind of collectively ask a group of people in the mastermind, like, you know, what are you using for this? Mm -hmm. What works? What's not? You know, we've we've tried multiple different. Did we try something before training? I don't think we did. We looked at other ones. We looked at other ones a lot, and a lot of times you can, if you're a broker listening to this, a lot of them offer you like week trials, right? Or two. Yeah, majority trials. of them do. Yeah, yeah, so you can just log in, and that's what I did. I kind of messed around with a few of them to figure out which one. I look for is it easy to use for the agent, and is it easy for me? the leader to put stuff into. Yeah. If it checks those boxes, you have my interest and then I'll kind of dig in a little more. Yeah. So yeah, majority of them, I think even follow boss has a, has a trial period. A majority of them do. Yeah. And it, a lot of times, but you have to, the trial period, you actually, uh, actually have to, when you do a trial, 
make sure you spend some time in it and actually do it. A lot of people will sign up for trials and six days have gone by and they haven't done a whole lot with it yet. Right. So, you know, to really learn the systems and to figure it out, spend some time. If you're really interested in using the software, then don't let that trial period go by and you spent an hour in it. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of these companies too, whether you're a broker owner or an agent, listen, let's say you want to try out a couple of different CRMs. Like I know follow-up also do this. They'll give you the trial where you can try it out. And they'll even set up a call with you one-on-one to try and answer any questions you might have while yeah. you're in the trial. Like, And that's your opportunity to say, hey, will it do X, Y, Z? Um, but just recapping our list, obviously, top five things you want to make sure you have available to you as an, as an agent. Number one, calendar. Number two, CRM. Not multiple CRMs, but a CRM that you're going to use, log into, use every day. Number three is website. What's that CRM connected to? What's the agent seeing? We recommend something that's hyper-local, that's driving that type of traffic to your website. Number four, what kind of document management system do you have? And then number five, what's your self-development look like? You need a system or something that's going to help you with that in place. And then the last thing I want to cover, Preston, a little more advanced um, I didn't add this to the top five list, but if you're an agent and says, Hey, I want to grow, I want to create a team someday. I want to, I want to be that broker owner someday, whatever that looks like a bonus piece of technology you need to have in your business is something to help you build SOPs or standard operating procedures. Um, a couple that I like that I, that we've utilized here. Well, number one is Asana, right? Uh, Trello is another one that's really popular out there. The Monday app is popular out there. And basically what you do is you take anything you have a process for and you create a checklist. When this happened, then that, right? When this happens, then that. And essentially with that checklist, even if you're a single agent right now, take an app like that, do a trial, take a, your process for when you put a buyer under contract, what do I do, right? What are those, um, those crucial activities that have to happen to get that buyer to the closing table, create a checklist, put it into something like Asana, Trello, Monday. And why I say to do that is someday, let's say you want to hire an assistant, right? Somebody who's going to take on a piece of that, those functions, you can very easily then plug them in, right? You just put their name into, okay, when I get a buyer, Preston, you're responsible for this task, this task, this task, and this task, right? It's, a lot of times agents hire, right? Whether it be an assistant, a buyer's agent, whatever it is, and they don't really have a what to do, right? Yeah, they're scrambling. Yeah, they're, they're scrambling before, before they come on or they come on, they're like, oh, they try, you know, the assistant's figuring out for them what they should be doing. Right. But especially in the world we live in now with so many virtual assistants, mm-hmm. Asana makes it so much easier. Like you could, you know, email them when this comes of it. We use Asana within our company, within yep. Palms Realty. On a lot on the onboarding process. Yeah. And it makes, you know, with some other things we do as well, some other software we use, but it it really simplifies that onboarding process. But if you're an agent, like dealing with a buyer and all of a sudden it triggers, you know, you have a buyer contract and it triggers something to your VA to, to for them to take care of a certain item or a certain list or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of unique, neat things you could do with it. Yeah, you can build and you can build checklists in there. I call them crucial activities. What are the crucial activities in my business that have to happen every time I get a buyer, every time I get a seller? For us, it's every time we onboard an agent. These are these are crucial activities, right? We got to make sure that's a flawless system. When when Nick does this, it then triggers Travis to do that and then Josh to do that. 
Um, so I put this in there as an advanced piece of software. If you're an agent thinking about growing your business beyond you, this is something you have to start thinking about to think about as well. Yeah. And with all these softwares, something to take in mind and keep in mind, it's super easy to sign up for too many yes. and really not dig into an individual one. What I see a lot of companies, a lot of people will do, they'll have follow up boss with something else and something else and one other software. And I look at all four of them. I'm like, really, you could do everything you're doing with those four within one. Mm -hmm. So dig in when you're looking at a CRM, dig in because there's a lot of things most CRMs can do that will eliminate the need for other softwares. And right. you know, everything's subscription-based. So, you know, the $99 here, $100 here, $150 here, $200 here. I mean, it could quickly add up. And when you dig in and just make sure you're using the softwares at the level that they can be used, because what, what happens a lot of times is you'll realize there's some of the softwares that you've signed up for, you don't necessarily need because the CRM can already do that. Right. And then if you're an experienced agent listening to this, I challenge you to go back and look at the stuff you pay for. I know we've talked about that in a previous episode as well. Is there stuff you're paying for that you don't need? Maybe this uh, maybe this CRM does X, Y, Z, and I don't need this marketing software, right? So I challenge you to go back. I'm definitely, when it comes to tools within your business, software tools, I'm a like less is more type guy. I want to be able to log into as little systems as possible because I know for an agent, you're more likely to actually use them. Yeah. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Process. I'm going to hand it off to our special guest to tell you what to do next. Subscribe and smash that like button. There you go. Guys, have a great rest of your day. Have a great week. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> we'll talk Bye. to you soon.